We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Daily Telegraph. Bus and train services will be dramatically reduced across Sydney again today with rail services to be cut to 30% while bus drivers will pull key routes offline at peak hour, including some school buses. The Rail, Tram and Bus Union will refuse to drive foreign-built trains while the Transport Workers Union will park their buses during key school pick-up and drop-off times in the latest major flare-up of industrial tensions. RTBU New South Wales Secretary Alex Class also said the union could launch more major actions, like the targeted strikes of last week or the ban on driving foreign-built trains for the month of September. Mr Classens revealed drivers will demand an extra 0.5% pay rise, above that given to teachers, nurses and other key government workers as part of their negotiations to end industrial action crippling New South Wales railways. Intense negotiations with the government will continue this week, but the union leader refused to rule out more major actions on trains next month. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at the App Store. Chris Dawson's face got redder and redder as Justice Ian Harrison tore his defence to shreds one lie after another. By the time the judge ended five hours of pulling apart Dawson's 40 years of deception and secrets and pronounced him guilty of murdering his wife so he could move his schoolgirl lover into their home, the former rugby star and sports teacher looked catatonic. Dawson, 74, barely moved as two corrective service officers immediately handcuffed him in the Supreme Court and led him out through the dock to the police cells on his way to custody, pending an application for bail on Thursday as he foreshadows an appeal. I am left in no doubt. I am satisfied beyond reasonable doubt that the only rational inference is that Lynette Dawson died on or about January 8, 1982, as a result of a conscious or voluntary act committed by Christopher Dawson. Justice Harrison said, I find you guilty. It was over four decades since Dawson set off in a destructive chain of events with his first kiss with his schoolgirl lover JC, then 16, in his Toyota Corolla car overlooking Sydney's DY Beach. And we'll be back after this. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the US, and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts. Australian of the Year Dylan Alcott, mining magnate Andrew Forrest and packaging billionaire Anthony Pratt will join the high-profile lineup at the Albanese government's landmark Jobs and Skills Summit on Thursday. At least one in five attendees at the two-day event are union representatives, with the ACTU receiving five much-sought-after tickets. Jim Chalmers, who will release the list of 143 participants on Wednesday, said the summit would bring people with a range of views and experiences together to help the government nut out some of the nation's biggest challenges. 
While you can't represent the full diversity of Australia with a room full of people, we're giving as many individuals a voice through this process as we can, the Treasurer said. The summit isn't the start or the end of the conversation. Despite a decade of drift, division and dysfunction, people haven't given up hope on finding common ground. Other attendees include Wes Farmer's boss Rob Scott, Telstra Chairman John Mullen and State and Territory leaders and peak industry bodies. And convicted South Australian drug trafficker Cassandra Cocaine Cassie Sainsbury has arrived back in Adelaide for the first time since she was arrested for attempting to smuggle 5.8 kilos of cocaine out of Colombia. Travelling on a Qantas flight from Sydney, Miss Sainsbury touched down at Adelaide Airport just before 2pm SA time. The 27-year-old was flying with wife Tatiana, journalist Jonica Williams and a cameraman who filmed her as she exited the terminal. Miss Williams tried to block the photographer as they disappeared embarked the plane. Miss Sainsbury appeared in good spirits, laughing and joking with Tatiana. There is mounting speculation that she sold her story to a television network, although it's unclear how this would meet Australia's strict anti-crime laws given her criminal history. And that's the latest headlines from the Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow. The podcast Faith on Trial looks into Hillsong, both in Australia and the U.S., and takes both the listener and hosts on unexpected twists and turns in the story of Brian Houston and the singing preachers. There are two incidents involving Pastor Brian. The Australian journalists uncovered a litany of alleged criminal behavior in the megachurch. Financial gifts were being given to the leaders of the church. Listen to Faith on Trial Hillsong ad-free on Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts today or wherever you get your podcasts.